This morning I'll be sharing with you some reflections on what's called Vedana Nupassana, which is the contemplation of Vedana, bringing attention to feeling tone. And feeling tone being this quality of experience that we can become sensitive to, that, that all experience has one of these three flavors, it being either pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. This is the second foundation of mindfulness. My beginning tastes of freedom within meditation was around bringing awareness to Vedana, to feeling tone. Beginning to notice an unpleasant experience and to have the experience of unpleasantness without reactivity was actually incredibly freeing. Or the experience of something being pleasant, even richly pleasant without reactivity or a neutral experience without checking out or getting lost in boredom. And I think before meditation, I couldn't tell the difference between that which is merely unpleasant and the experience of an unpleasant experience being intertwined with with reactivity like aversion. There wasn't clarity about experience. It was all muddled together. And this morning I want to uh, share with you some, some ways of understanding a skillful way of bringing attention to Vedana, to feeling tone, and some of the unskillful attitudes that can also come in when we cultivate a quality of a sensitivity to this arena. One story about this, which I think will help exemplify some of these points. <clears throat> when I was a Zen monk, all of us had to take turns in the kitchen of cooking in the kitchen, which was an experience in and of itself. We were all young. Many of us didn't really have any cooking skills and we were the guinea pigs. And one of my brother monks loved to put a lot of raisins in the oatmeal. At least it felt like he put a lot of raisins in the oatmeal for me. And for me, raisins and, um, and oatmeal is an unpleasant experience. <laughs> and I thought, I had this thought that if if only, if only I was a really good practitioner, then someday raisins in my oatmeal will not be an unpleasant experience. But that's what it was to practice, is to get to a point where experiences are no longer unpleasant. And I want to point out, that's not the practice that we're doing here. Freedom is, is about being here, being open to whatever flavor experience that arises and being okay with it. 
Because sometimes, if your mind is like mine, we can start to conceptualize freedom as being that point in our lives where life becomes more pleasant. I just want to point out that's, that's not the deal here. It's being open to whatever life offers. And as this went on, he would serve oatmeal again with raisins in it, and then again. There was the unpleasant experience of it, and of course, I wasn't liking it. And then it got to the point where I felt like he was doing this on purpose. I know he's being passive-aggressive. I know he doesn't like me. And here he is trying to get back at me by putting raisins in the oatmeal. (laughs) Maybe your mind's like mine. (laughs) This is is the unfolding of reactivity that gets heaped upon feeling tone, gets heaped upon Vedana. Not only do I not like an unpleasant experience, but then there's some whole story around it. And that story is infused with my suffering and that it's about me in some kind of way. I invite you just to cultivate this receptivity to feeling tone, to to Vedana, and to notice. Can you begin to notice, for example, just around the unpleasant, when it's just unpleasant and there's no reactivity to it? And then the experience of unpleasant and noticing that the unpleasant feeling flavor is different than the reaction of, I don't like it. And is different than the other layer of the stories that gets heaped on top of that. This is the gateway into freedom. Opening up the space to be with the simple unfolding of experience. And I want to point out it's not only around the unpleasant, but around the pleasant and neutral as well. And I, I want to say a few words about a pleasant experience too, because this is, in some ways, uh, can be more subtle than around unpleasant experiences. Again, another example to help clarify just the dynamic around this. When I was practicing in Burma, Every day, uh, people supporting the monastery would come and offer food. And this one day, someone had given a donation, enough of a donation to offer something that was quite special, at least for me, in Burma, which was all of us got one scoop of chocolate ice cream. Now, for me, chocolate ice cream is very different than raisins and oatmeal. (laughs) I love chocolate ice cream. So there it was on the table, slowly melting in the heat of Burma. I was trying to eat mindfully. At least I think it had that appearance of slowly eating. And I thought my eye of wisdom had discerned that the best thing to do was to eat the ice cream first because it would have been uh, more appropriate since it was melting, a way of honoring the donor. Sounds good, doesn't it? (laughs) I wanted it so much that I wasn't even there for the experience. 
it was so tragic. (laughs) And it was this insight of how wanting pulls us and pulls me out of the experience. And so often, especially before meditation, I could feel like I'm having this pleasant experience, but often I'm not really there for it. There's the complication of craving and grasping where that's, that's lost. There's not the simple being with that which is pleasant. Can you be receptive and sensitive to know the difference between that which is merely pleasant and a pleasant experience that is entangled with a grasping? And this grasping can be so subtle. Earlier this year, I was sitting a month-long retreat, and it was in the southern uh, part of the state of Washington. And it was, I remember at one point, the, the mind was very, very stable and settled, at ease, and doing walking meditation outside. And the experience of being outside was so pleasant that it, it, it felt like it was tearing my heart open. And yet, in the midst of that also, I could also feel this subtle leaning in, almost this subtle trying to grab the experience, as if the body was trying to lean in for more. And there could be a gross manifestation of the grasping of, oh, I should be doing more walking meditation, or, wow, next summer I need to go for a backpack in this area, backpack trip in this area, right? The spinning around it. Other times it was without thought. It was almost like this physical feeling of trying to grab and hold and keep the experience in place. And all it needed when the mind was that subtle and, and, and stable was just to notice it. And then there would be, again, an opening to simply it being pleasant. All it needed was that awareness. And it's the same with neutral. neutral. Often the mind can check out or become dull or get bored when, when, experience, when, there's, when it's faced with an experience that's neutral. Same dynamic. In light of all this, as we begin to sit together this morning, I invite you to continue with your practice, how you're practicing, and every so often, having this sensitivity to the flavor of the experience that's being presented to you. Noticing pleasant, unpleasant, or neither pleasant nor unpleasant. Simply noticing that and then noticing if there's layers heaped on top of it. All this needs to untangle is your kind attention. And then wisdom does the rest. Simply noticing it and then noticing how that experience unfolds.
We now have time if you have any questions about your practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.